This is a story on how I spent $2,000 to get one photo of the Eiffel Tower and almost lost everything. And something happened totally unexpected. You gotta watch this. My name is Serge Remini. I am from the amazing, the incredible city of Paris, France, living in the USA. Let's do this. I spent $2,000, five-star hotel in Paris. It's one of the only hotels that has an incredible view on the Eiffel Tower. And this is the view you can see from the window when I arrived. And my purpose was I wanted to shoot a photo of the Eiffel Tower from the room. And, but I wanted to be able to see the room. So that's the room. And I wanted to do it right when this, uh, the Eiffel Tower uh, little lights goes on, which is about six minutes from 10 p.m. on when it gets really dark. And it was a complete failure. After spending $2,000, I started taking some photos. I stayed there for two nights, and that's the first night that I got there. And that was the photo I was expecting to get. And oh my gosh, it was so bad because it's just the overall photo didn't work. I even tried to make it into like a black and white to see if it would work better. And it just didn't work. Like it was so bright inside, so bright outside. It just didn't work. So that was the first night. I tried different things. I hated the curtains. I was like, I just lost $2,000. I tried everything, different black and whites, the window, window open, uh, window closed, and everything was just not nice and ugly. I hated how the lights, basically the tungsten light made everything very yellow. It was just not as pleasing. Here's my wife just showing the view. And I was like, okay, so then I decided oh, I'm gonna shoot it from outside. So I started doing like a vertorama. But then I was like, yeah, ever, anybody can get that photo, you know, from a high vintage punch in Paris. There is no need to pay $2,000. I was disgusted. And uh, so I decided to get up really early the next day. Let me show you the next day. And I actually slept in a little bit, but that's the sunrise. I tried to make black and white from this. Uh, this is a view of the hotel. You know, the sun was rising and I just, I, I did like some panoramas like this and it just was bad, bad, bad. You know, and that was like the daylight photo. I was really, really upset. So I waited until the night again and tried different things with opening more the window and just nothing would work. So I decided to at least shoot it from the window without the, the room, but I really wanted to have it with the room. And um, so this is kind of like one of the best photos that I got. It's, uh, uh, yes, this is one of the best photos that I got from this, but I didn't like this. Uh, that's the next day, you know, it's a great view on the Eiffel Tower, but the, the next day, the, the, you know, it was very overcast, it was very boring, you know, there was some, uh, yeah, anyways, I, I took a whole bunch of photos of Paris, and then came back at night, and I was like really in despair, because, you know, whatever I was doing in morning, nights, you know, I only had to, uh, two days, this is when the, the lights turn on, it just, nothing was working, nothing, nothing was working, I tried again at night, I tried again, and honestly, I went to bed, I was so upset, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna lose $2,000. And the miracle happened. This is no exaggeration, this is how the room looked when we left the next morning. We had to check out like around 10 o'clock, and the sun was already up really high, and it was beaming into the room like this, and making like a really nice thing on the floor. And the valet came around, and basically took our luggage and was leaving. Like we actually checked out of the room. But then I, I looked at this scene for a second. I was like, this is kind of cool. 
this is kind of cool. So I put my camera, I said, I told the valley, hold on one second. And I started doing some HDR shot of that scene, which I thought was kind of cool. So first I started in portrait mode and I was like, I don't know. I just love the motif of the light on the floor. And I was really afraid to lose it. So then I try opening the window a bit different, you know, uh, different openings the window, like getting closer, but then getting closer didn't work because I was losing the motif on the floor. And you know, that the way the light was shining on the floor. And I was like, I never ever take daylight photo, never take daylight photo. Like I just don't even take my camera. I only shoot sunset and sunrise. And I'm looking at the floor. And I'm like, this is really, really nice. And so this is one of the final photo that I did, which I really like. I made it black and white and I'm going to show you the whole workflow. Uh, so basically what I did is I, uh, I did an HDR photo. So that's the underexposed, that's the overexposed and that's sorry. Now that's the, um, so that's the no, so normal exposure. That is the overexposure and that is the underexposure. And I was so afraid to, uh, you know, I was so afraid to lose data. What I did is I selected all three photo. I right click, I went to edit in, I went to photo merge HDR. Okay. So that's the three photo combined. And you can see, you can do like auto setting to see what it's going to look like. Uh, the HDR gives you the possibility to have like all the data inside and outside, which is really, really cool. And, um, on the deghosting amount, there was no deghosting amount. You only use it when you have like stuff which is moving and there was nothing moving at all. So I don't need the deghosting. I don't use the auto settings because I like to do the retouching myself. I like to create a stack. So that's basically all I do. Auto align, no deghosting and merge. And I, I do that whenever I have like a situation where I need to shoot inside and outside. It's actually a really cool tip if you do a, you know, interior design photo. So here's the final HDR. Uh, so everything is combined and there's a bit of white line because I kind of moved and I aligned the photos when so it makes that. And this is something you should always do when you do interior design. I mean, I made this as a fine art, but you know, if I would do high end real estate uh, and I was shooting towards the window, I would do the same thing. So I'm, uh, I'm going to open the shadow and I'm going to bring down the highlights and because it's an HDR, you can see I'm getting all the details here of the sky, which is really cool. And then I'm going to hold down the, uh, option key or the alt key on the keyboard. And I'm going to crush my black. I want to make a very strong black and white. So I want to get about two, 3% of black. What you see here in blue and red is a hundred percent black. So something like this, and then I'm going to do my white point, which is kind of the same thing here. So the white point is I'm holding up the option key. And what you see here in white is a hundred percent white. I don't want that. So I'm going to back it down and now I'm going to convert it to black and white. So, Already you have a black and white, but it's very washed out. You really want to do a lot of dodge and burning, which is what we're going to do now when you have like, you know, you want to make a, a photo like this really be interesting. The first thing I do once I convert to black and white is I play around with a white balance and I look at the sky to see if it does anything uh, or to the photo. It actually, if I move the, the black, the blue here, it makes the photo a bit brighter. I kind of like that. And then you can go all the way to the conversion of black and white. Uh, which is uh, here because we're in black and white. And the way this works, it's really interesting. You can basically either move like one of these sliders and see what it does to the photo. But I know there's some bit of blue. So check it out. Look at the sky. See what that does is that whatever is blue in the sky by going left, it's going to make it darker going right. It's going to make it brighter. So I want to make it slightly darker. Try not to go over 40. 
the, if you go over 40, what's going to happen here is that you may get some kind of artifact. So I'm just going to go at minus 40 here on the blue. Let's see here on this. I think there was a bit of yellow in the room. So the yellow, I'm going to lower the yellow a little bit to add more contrast. So I just play around like this. But still, it tilts too much same luminosity everywhere. I want it to be much more, I don't know, much more black and white interesting. So first, I'm going to crop it a little bit because it moved a bit to take out all the fringes here. Voila. And then what I'm going to do, I'm going to start dodging this photo. So I'm going to go here and I'm going to create a linear gradient. I actually want to make this whole photo here much darker here on the left side. Uh, so that because, you know, the inside is not that great. So I want to make make this whole gradient darker, but maybe not the flower. Maybe I want to make the flower stick out a little bit. So what you can do on the gradient, check this out. That's a new feature. I can go here to subtract and I'm going to subtract a brush, take a small brush and I'm just going to paint here on the flower. And so the effect of the gradient is going to be less. You don't see a big difference, but it's going to be less here. I also want to add, um, I really want to add more contrast to this photo. So I'm going to add, a, I'm going to add more contrast to it. And I think I'm going to do the same thing on the, on the right side here. So I'm going to go here and I'm going to do a linear gradient for the right side. And I'm going to lower the exposure. Voila. But same thing. I don't want it on the, on the lamp. So I'm going to go here, subtract brush, and I'm going to brush here on the lamp. Voila. At this point, I think I really want to make that the light is shining more from the outside. So I'm going to take my highlights and boost them a bit. Even if I lose detail in the sky, I like that more that it really shines. And I think what I want to do is I want to make the lamp a little more glowy. So I'm going to go here and I'm going to add a little radial gradient around the lamp and add a little bit of exposure. Yeah, a little bit of minus clarity just to make it glow a bit. Uh, it's a small thing, but you know, it does a trick. I think I want to go even, I want to crash. I really want this to be really noir, like really, really noir. Maybe, yeah, just like something like this. And, you know, every time I do it, the, orig the original one that I did was like that. And this is where I am now. Kind of the same thing, except that I what I did is I took a little bit of a brush. And it's very important to spend quite some time just dodging and burning. Dodging and burning just means so I'm, I'm adding a brush, making sure flow and density is in the 70s. Dodging and burning is, you know, making it uh, basically brighter in some parts and darker. I think I want to add some light here, you know, just a little bit of light to make it shine inside. And I can see the original retouch that I did. I like to always compare. It's kind of different, but I kind of like what I did there. I think on the original, I think I made it even the blacks even darker and the whites even brighter, something like that. That's my original retouching. That's where I am now. Now. If you don't want to do all this uh, nonsense of dodge and burn and you want to go fast and you're just starting with black and white, uh, under this video, I have some really cool free presets you can get. I'm going to show you in a minute how you can get them. So I'm going to reset the photo. Oh, and by the way, before I show you the preset, so this photo, I ended up sending it to over 100 galleries around the world in the yellow corner uh, network. And it's one of my good selling photo, not my best selling, but one of the top selling photo in galleries now, which is really, really cool. And it made the investment of $2,000 totally worth it because having a photo that's in over 100 galleries in the world, that's kind of crazy. And that's what preset can do. So the preset, what you can do is you click 
under this video, you're gonna get my Photography Toolbox 22.2. You just put in your email address, and basically whatever email you put that, you're gonna get an email with the toolbox. As soon as you put in the email, you will have the opportunity to get a really good deal on all my presets. You don't have to do it. If you wanna support the channel, you can. You're gonna get $591 worth of course and preset for $47. But again, you don't have to. You know, if you've put in the right email, you're gonna get the toolbox in your mail. Once you download the toolbox, you're, you need to unzip the Photography Toolbox 2020. And here you've got a whole bunch of presets. Okay, and the one you want to get is, unless you have a very old version, is for Lightroom Classic 7.4 and after. And here is a zip file. And so what you can do is you can just go to your Lightroom, you go to File, Import, Develop, Profile and Preset. I have it on my desktop, so I just go here, Lightroom Preset, 7.4 and after, and you just take the Photosurge Lightroom Preset EXMP file, and boom, you have all the presets here. So uh, the one you want to go to, check this out, it's crazy. You just go to search black and white. And if as you over the mouse, you will see uh, you get an interesting result right away. Let's take this one, AA Dramatic Radial Circle. AA stands for Ansel Adams. It was my inspiration for doing this. And look at this, right off the bat, it's kind of crazy. And then you can go here to the local adjustment. You'll see there's a lot of like circle that you can just move around to uh, the different places. You should try it on, on your like boring daylight photo. You would be amazed. And if there is a circle you don't really know what to do is, you can just erase it. And um, you also have like a mask here for the top. I'm gonna make this mask go up. And uh, and this and you're gonna get like one of these super dodge and burned uh, black and white that only the masters used to do back in the day. Voila, look at that. It took me like three clicks to get that. So yeah, try to get the, uh, the toolbox. See if you can, you know, uh, get the full pack if you can. If not, just get the free version. But look at this. It took me like three clicks. It's one of my favorite photo ever. Try these presets on your daylight photo. You will be amazed.